Okay, let's continue with the next part. And in the last part of today, what we're going to do today is a guided lab. So I'm going to give you, leave you alone to do the lab today because most of you don't have the book yet. Are we going over this last part of the lecture and at some point we'll stop and I will ask you to get the models and answer some questions and then after some minutes we will continue with the lecture and then we'll stop again for another activity and so on until we finish the time at 11.15. Okay, so this part is about the language of anatomy. As I was saying before, learning anatomy sometimes is seen as learning a new language because we have to first learn some standards and second learn some terms, their meaning, and start using them. The first and the most important is this. This is called anatomical position. That particular position of the body which is described as the body erect facing forward with the palms forward and the feet together, that's what we call anatomical position. What is the importance of this? That descriptions of body parts, the structures, injuries, everything is based understanding the anatomical position or taking the anatomical position as a reference. This um, is used when we describe injuries like burns, like wounds, and this anatomical position will determine the next part, which are the directional terms. Directional terms, they described, they described body parts in relation to the anatomical position. And one important thing is to consider this last point here, that for instance, right and left refers to the body that we are viewing and not the right or left of the observer. When we describe the body in anatomical position, right or left means the right or left of that body, of that person, not our right or left. Because if we go back and see here, and I ask, this upper limb is right or left? It is left because of the left of that person of that body. It's not your left. It's not, not your right. It's not the right. If you see it like this, we oh, it's in the right side. It's your right side. That's your observer perspective. That's not what we want. We want the body perspective. So it's the left side of that person, not your right side. This is important. Some people confuse this. When they describe and they say, oh, that's the right side. That's the right side of who? Your right side? That's wrong. You have to take the side of that particular person or body in, uh, in reference. The directional terms are different, uh, different pairs of terms. They go together and they, they mean different things. And let's go one by one. First pair is superior and inferior. Superior and inferior. What they mean? What they refer to? Superior means towards the head in anatomical position. Remember always. Inferior towards the feet. The 
see the arrows here. So if the structure is here, it will be an inferior part of the body because it's towards the feet. That's the first two terms. The other two are anterior and posterior, which can be also called ventral and dorsal. Anatomical position always, whatever is in front, whatever is in the back. The other two, medial and lateral. Medial means towards the midline. The midline is a line that is going in the central part of the body. Medial means towards the midline. Lateral means towards or yeah, away from. couple of examples for this. The nose and the ears. Very good examples. Use uh, medial lateral terms to describe the nose and the ears. Which is medial, which is lateral? Of course, it's in the midline. And the lateral, the ears are lateral. They are away from the midline. Very clear example of how to use these terms. Right and left, as we see there, right and left, depending on the uh, subject perspective, the subject being studied. And the other two are proximal and distal. Notice, proximal and distal are used for the limbs, upper limb, lower limb. We don't use this proximal distal for other organs in the thorax or abdomen, just for the limbs, different parts in the limbs. Proximal means, proximal means towards the origin of that limb, closer to the origin. For the upper limb, the origin is in the shoulder. And for the lower limb, the origin of that limb is in the hip. So whatever is closer to the origin is called proximal, and which is farther from the origin is distal. That's how we use these terms. Now always we take another body part as a reference, like for instance, use the proximal distal terms when you compare the knee with the ankle. What is the knee in relation to the ankle? Proximal or distal? Proximal. The knee is proximal to the ankle. And you can say it backwards. The ankle is distal to the knee. That's how we do this. If you compare and the upper limb, the hand with the elbow, the hand is distal to the elbow, and the elbow is proximal to the hand. That's how we use these terms. There are two major divisions of the body, axial, which stands for the head, the neck, and the trunk, and appendicular, which are the limbs.
head, neck. The trunk is the, uh, the two thorax and abdomen together. So all the chest and abdomen and abdomen is called the trunk. Okay, so we're going to start doing some activity now. And, uh, I want you to work in your group, with your group, your table, and answer these eight questions. That will be the activity two of today's lab. And using the terms that we just described, answer those questions. The wrist is what in relation to the hand, trachea to the spine, and so, writing on a single piece of paper for today, which you will turn in at the end. You discuss the answer, and each one turn will turn in its individual paper. You can discuss the answer with your group. You discuss the answer with your group, but you turn in your individual paper at the end. Okay, you have you have ten minutes for this. Go ahead. Hmm? Yeah. 